All right, amen. Good morning. Welcome to Teaching Others Also, another radio broadcast type of setting. Psalm 1. Here we are. It's Thursday morning, and we're on the 6th of January. And we're going to keep looking at Psalm 1. Our idea has been focus in 2022. And I'm not going to rush through it. You know, sometimes of necessity, you set a schedule and you keep by it. But because we're doing it in this 15 minute per day radio broadcast type of format, <clears throat> I'm not going to rush through it. And there's some good and maybe some not so good about it for the listener. I hope it's good. I know this, it makes it better for pursuing the subject without having to rush through it or it feel like it's a labor to listen to it and absorb it. We have been talking about this week on out of focus to be in focus. And that's because we're using Psalm 1 as a starting point. As I've said to you, it's been such a blessing to me. Psalm 1 has through the years and still continues to be. And I'm going to read the psalm, and we'll continue and pick up in verse 1. Psalm 1, verses 1 to 6, the entire psalm. Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, But the way of the ungodly shall perish. And we're going to take our time and go through this psalm. It's a great way to start a new year and start having the right focus. We start in verse 1 and we said he begins the psalm, and a great psalm, I mean a powerful psalm. He begins the psalm and he talks about the person, the man, man, woman, boy, or girl, the person who's blessed. Blessed in a Bible sense. Blessed in a God sense. Blessed in a spiritual God sense. And then he talks about the things that this blessed person does not partake of, is not focused upon, doesn't give attention to. Three things. Blessed is the man that, ready, walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, which we looked at nor standeth in the way of sinners, which we've looked at, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, which we'll look at today. Now this third thing, he says, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And if you will let it, the Bible, the King James Bible, will prove itself superior to all other English translations. I know, you talk about not politically correct and a spiritual context, spiritual culture, that's a politically uh, incorrect, unpopular statement. But I don't make it lightly. And I don't make it just just because uh, I pulled it, you know, off the top of my head. It's proven. I've spent years 
testing it, proving it, and partaking of it. And I'll show you a good example here. Now watch. Nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Now it's an amazing thing to me why someone would want to make the Bible less clear. But that is exactly what you do when you begin to take a lot of words to say what God specifically put a razor's edge to, a fine edge to us. He said it's sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. There's no laser that can do that. Only God's Word can do that. So watch. Nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. What is it that we need to be out of focus on so that we don't sit in the seat of the scornful? Okay, well, sit in the seat of. What on earth? Well, it's simple if you think about it. We're going to go one day as believers to the judgment seat of Christ. All through your Old Testament, if you've read it and refer back to there, when they were, when they were sitting in a seat of judgment, they were sitting in the seat of something. That's why to this day, when you have, say, a politician, when you have a, a judge, circuit court, district court, supreme court, they're talking about they're sitting. They're, uh, the Supreme Court is sitting in session, etc., etc. So to sit in the seat of the scornful is to sit in judgment on things. Is to sit and preside over things. And so the picture is, don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Don't think. Don't allow yourself to constantly pass judgment. Now, you'll come up with other words. Oh, yeah. Human nature is very clever and, and slick. And the more conservative and right side of the line you are, with especially believing your Bible and all that, the easier it is for you to think that you're just talking in terms of right and wrong and you're not sitting in judgment. But if we would take this warning that to be blessed means we cannot, must not sit in the seat of the, what? Scornful. So we understand that we don't want to sit in this seat, this authority. We don't want to allow ourselves to exercise sitting in that seat. What happens in a seat of, of, like that? It's where a thing is settled or established. Uh, uh, there are districts that are the seat of certain businesses. In Matthew 23, 6, he warned them about wanting the chief seats in the synagogue. Okay? Now, I don't mean that it's a horrible thing if you've got a seat you normally get in church, but you need to be very, very careful about thinking that a certain seat, a certain pew, a certain chair in your church is yours. And if it stirs you up at all to walk in and see somebody in it, you should walk out the side door for a minute and bow your head and get right with God. I, I know, I know, you don't hear that much nowadays, but it's the truth. It's an unholy feeling. If you sit in judgment of others. Now, now wait, watch. For example, you say, well, I've observed that person, this and that. Now, if you're not careful, you will get in such a habit of thinking that you have this great discernment that you're going to continually pass judgment on people. And, and now watch. 
the the worst thing about this is sitting in the seat of the scornful. You see, a scornful person is contemptuous and disdainful. They're insolent. They're acting in defiance and disregard. In Scripture, it's holding religion in contempt or treating someone with disdain. Do you know that there is a brand of Christianity that is scornful of the old way? They disdain the old manners in church. They disdain the old way of dressing properly and putting on your Sunday best and putting on your, your male Sunday best and your female Sunday best. I, think, I don't think I have to take any further. You can get it right there. i tell you what happened. The needle got bent and bent and bent and even old time, older Christians have allowed stuff that they wouldn't normally used to do in church in the manner of dress and everything. Let's take music. Oh, they're disdainful, disdainful and scornful of the old hymns. Well, I hate to tell you, but you need to find out what the Holy Spirit bears witness to, not your spirit. Your spirit can be okay with something and it be grieving and quenching the Holy Spirit. You say, well now, brother, it sounds like you've done uh, quit teaching and gone to preaching and gone to meddling. No, no, th this is exactly what this verse is talking about. Sitting in the seat of the scornful. So you and I cannot have this blessed walk that the man and woman, boy and girl in the book of Psalm 1 has if we are going to sit in this seat of the scornful, we're going to sit in judgment all the time. Now there's a couple of things about it. Number one, judge nothing before the time. Nothing. Unless you absolutely have to judge something, don't judge it. And number two, most people ignore the number one option when conversations start or when they have an opinion and that is the number one option is be quiet. Not whisper. That's not being quiet. That's not being silent. Be quiet. Just don't repeat it. I don't care how true you think it is. I don't care what it is. And, and I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a, watch, a watch word here. Ready? You ready? The more personal it is, like say somebody's done it to you or somebody in your family, the less you should repeat it, and the less you should hold it in your heart because it will poison your walk with God and your attitude towards others, and it will poison the people that you get around. In the same way that many a Christian sees what has happened in the so-called modern worship in the church, they see that, but they don't see what has happened to the, their generation. That is, they've become to sit in the seat of the scornful. You see, we live in a country, the United States of America, and I don't know about your country, but in, in this country, it has become popular for those who are conservative and to the right and all that sort of stuff. It has been popular for them to be disdainful and scornful if they don't like the powers that be. Now, there's all kind of verses on this, and I may have to pick this up in the morning also and spend a little bit of time on this, on this idea of 
speaking evil of dignities, etc. And I, I just, I guess we will. I was going to try to just go on, but I don't think we can afford to. Because we're talking about having a blessed life this year. We're talking about if the Lord tarries, if He tarries one day, two days, three days, five days, uh, one month, two months, three months, whatever, that each of those days we want to be blessed. And we have got to get out of focus with the world, the flesh, and the devil. And we must not sit in the seat of the scornful. We must not have that authoritative attitude about others and about what we don't like and about uh, authorities. We don't. We got to get rid of any defiance and disregard we have in our hearts. You know, there is something different about a spirit-filled Christian. A lot of people think that you're spirit-filled if you can identify what's wrong with everything around you, and that's not true. Now, You've got to know what's wrong. We're going to talk about this. But the number one thing that he says to get out of focus is these things. He said, don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't stand in the way of sinners. We've dealt with that. Don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Deal with your tendency to judge. I know you don't want to call it judging. You just want to call it discernment. But it's not. It's judging. Deal with your tendency to voice it. Deal with your tendency to harbor it. Deal with that. Now, right now, first week of this year of 2022. Focus in 2022 to do so. You got to get out of focus with this world and the flesh and the devil. And we'll take a few minutes tomorrow morning so that I don't rush through it. And we'll just talk about some things that are dangerous for a Christian to hold. Some attitudes, a, a spirit, a way of thinking. Because when we get to verse 2 where he said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, you cannot and you will not delight in the law of the Lord and in his law meditate day and night if you get these other things in focus. If you glance at if you stay focused for just a little while each day or a little while each week, if you get focused on that and sit in that seat of the scornful, it will blot out and block out your light. And it will be a gradual thing sometimes, and sometimes it's a, it's a crash against the wall thing. I pray you'll think about, meditate, consider these things, and we'll see you first thing in the morning. God bless you.